Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. KYW Original Podcast. Ray Dittinger has a new book coming out in May. It's called Finished Business, My 50 Years of Headlines, Heroes, and Heartaches. And it's it, the cover is great. It's a picture of Ray at Super Bowl 52 after the Eagles won. He's smiling with the field behind him as the Eagles and everybody celebrates with a big thumbs up. It, it's, a, it's a great cover. This book is coming out in May. I'm really looking forward to hearing more about it from Ray. Ray, thanks for joining me. Uh, what is this book about? Uh, it's about my 50-plus years of uh, work in sports media in the city of Philadelphia, my hometown. It actually is more, It actually starts with the fact that I'm from here, born here, raised here, went to school here, grew up with all these teams, grew up with all this history. Uh, so it goes, it goes, I've worked it for 50 years, but I've lived it for 70 years. And so that's really kind of what the book is about. It's about how I became a sports fan, how I became... Uh, part of um, the Philadelphia sports landscape and uh, the different characters, the different events, and all the highs and the lows that I've experienced in half a century of sports media. How did you come up uh, with this book idea? Well, you know, Dave, I think if um, if the Eagles had not won that Super Bowl, if the Eagles had not won that day in, in Minneapolis, uh, I don't think the book ever would have been done. Hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I wasn't a guy that was dying to write his memoirs. To be frank, I, I wasn't sure that anybody would care. But um, there was just kind of something about being there and seeing the Eagles win a Super Bowl and then kind of co- close the circle. Like I had, I had covered two Phillies World Series. I had, I had covered a Sixers World Championship. I had covered the Flyers' two Stanley Cups. You know, the one team that hadn't won a championship on my watch, as it were, was the Eagles. And when they won that game and won it in the manner in which they won it, uh, and you saw the way the city celebrated, um, it kind of brought me to the feeling that uh, that there was a sense of closure to that. You know, and that's when that's when the whole notion of what finished business really kind of represents um, came to me. It was that was that day. I mean, that was more than just a football game that they won. I mean, that was something that was just something that went way just beyond a football game, what it meant to the people of the city, uh, what it meant to the people that had followed this team for for literally for generations. Uh, to see that and to experience that, uh, all the people that said, "Yeah, well, I'll never live to see the Eagles win a Super Bowl." Well, the fact is that when it happened, uh, it was a pretty big deal, and it was a pretty big deal to them. It was a pretty big deal to me. And that was when I started thinking, well, you know, I'm coming up on about just about 50. This is just about 50 years I've been doing this, and that was kind of a nice round number. So it was one of those things where just a whole lot of factors kind of all came together. And I said, well, you know, if I'm ever going to sit down and write my memoirs, I guess this would be the time. How long did it take you to to write the book? Because it's 50 years of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I'm a saver. That's that 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 really helped. Uh, I mean, that helped when I was doing the Eagles Encyclopedia. 
Uh, and it certainly helped here that over the years, I've, I'm one of these guys that I just keep files and I save, I save articles that I've written. I save notebooks from interviews. Um, so everything was kind of at hand. Uh, it was just a matter of going back through it, uh, outlining, organizing, and then sitting down and writing. Um, and it was, I would say, from the time I talked to the people at Temple University Press, and when I told them, I said, look, let me try this. I don't know if it's going to work. Uh, let's not do a contract yet. Let's not do any of that. Let me just start writing and see how it feels. Uh, I may not, I may get, uh, you know, I may get 30 pages in and just decide, you know what, no, this, this isn't working, and we'll just walk away. Um, but I said, let's just start, and let me just see where it goes. And I started working on it, and it just kind of it just kind of felt right. And I guess the actual writing of it probably took mm, about a year, I guess, uh, from the time I sat down till the time that I finished. But you know, it, we're we're coming through the year of the pandemic. You know, when we were all kind of locked in our houses. So if there was ever going to be a year to sit sit inside and write a book, this was probably it. Well, I was I was curious about that because you know it's it's been such a difficult year more than a year at this point for so for everybody for a variety of different reasons of varying degrees and people have you know it's some people they've been struggling to find things to do as they're staying inside and waiting this thing out so did you find that this helped you pass time during the past year of the pandemic when we're supposed to stay inside and stay away from people and limit the things that we were used to doing no oh, absolutely Absolutely, yeah. Uh, it, it was a it was a project that uh, I was able to really immerse myself in, and uh, and it and it was and it was fun. I mean, it wasn't all fun. I mean, as you know, the book is called Headlines, Heroes, and Heartaches, so that's part of it too. Um, but yeah, it, it gave me it kind of gave me a sense of purpose rather than just sitting in the house and staring at the walls or watching television or something. I mean, it gave me a project to really invest my time and my energy and my attention in, and I and I. Uh, I, I was thankful for it. I, I really was. And, you know, once I started writing and once I started going back through my records and remembering things that I had almost, I had either totally forgotten or half forgotten and began putting it all together in the, in the form of a book, um, it, it was a challenge because I'd never really written about myself before. But it was, uh, but it proved to be a lot of fun. And uh, having a chance to relive my life in the business um, was really a lot of fun because it's been it's been a great experience. It's been a great 50 years. I've I've loved everything that I've been involved with. Uh, I can't imagine doing anything else with my life. It's been an absolute joy and a lot of good memories in there. A lot of good memories and a lot of good moments. And having the opportunity to, to relive those uh, and and put them down on paper was really it was a challenge, but it was a lot of fun. What are some of your favorite parts of the book? <sighs> I guess, um, you know, I, I guess the, the, I did one whole chapter on my relationship with Tommy McDonald, mm -hmm. uh, how it all started when I was a little kid uh, going to training camp up at Hershey, meeting him, becoming this huge fan, him kind of adopting me as what he used to call me little brother, uh, and developing a relationship with him, and then helping begin the campaign to get him what he always wanted, which was a spot in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And then having that whole thing turn out to be a play uh, about that, uh, I did one whole chapter about Tommy and me. So that, that was a lot of fun. Um, just reliving 2017, the Eagles Super Bowl year, that whole run-up to that game 
how crazy that year was, you know, how unexpected it was in so many ways. And, uh, and the way, and the way the people in the city just responded to it, uh, just that whole sense of kind of deliverance, the kind of, Oh, now I can die happy. I've seen the Eagles win. I mean, that, that feeling that kind of swept through the city, that was pretty special. And I, I just had a, I really enjoyed going back and reliving the broad street bullies days. Um, I mean, that's that 73, 74, 75. I was a young guy just getting started in the business. I was working at the Philadelphia Bulletin, which sadly no longer exists, but I was just breaking into sports writing at the Philadelphia Bulletin and got to cover that whole Flyers ride to the first cup and then the second cup. And being able to go back and reread those articles and and relive the first big parade. I mean, the Flyers parade was the first of those big civic celebrations. Uh, being able to go back and sort of step back into that moment in time, that was a lot of fun, too. So it's like the, it's like the Ray Didinger Encyclopedia. You've written three Eagles encyclopedias, and this is the Ray Didinger Encyclopedia is what I get a sense. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. And it also, it also tells people a little bit about me and my background and how I started out and a lot of stories about growing up, literally growing up in my grandfather's bar in southwest Philadelphia, um, listening to him tell stories, listening to his patrons, his customers, guys that became like my family, really, listen to them sit around and talk about sports. Um, was that, that, was, that was really kind of the genesis of it. Was, that, was, that was where I became a sports fan, just sitting at the end of the bar, drinking my Cokes, listening to those guys talk, watching the Phillies on the black and white TV. Um, that was kind of my introduction to sports and also the sense of what this means to people that this, these aren't just games. This is important stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, this, you know, this is how, this is how real Philadelphians, uh, kind of define themselves, uh, on, on, you know, the, is through their teams and, uh, and how it affects their lives, how it affects their day to day attitude, how they see the world. Um, uh, that, that was kind of how I grew up. And, uh, you know, that's, that's part of the story too, is kind of explaining that I guess my, you know, I was, you know, I was sort of headed towards career in journalism long before I ever got to journalism school. You know, I was I grew up in that bar surrounded by guys who loved sports and knew how to tell a story. And um, and that's all part of the whole thing, too. 50-plus years of being a fan, being a writer, being in radio, being on television, writing books, many, many books. I'm curious, Ray, what do you enjoy doing the most? I think, well, I, it, it's writing. Uh, although that's, it's, it's also the most challenging thing that I've ever done. Um, uh, I always felt that, uh, from the time I was a kid, that writing was what I probably should do because it was the one thing that, uh, it was the first thing my fifth grade teacher, you know, read an essay of mine out loud in class and said, Mr. Didinger, you should be a writer. Now that was fifth grade. Uh, and it was the, it was the first time anybody ever told me I was good at something. And, uh, it just made an impression, you know, when you're that age, you know, what are you good at? You know, probably nothing. But the fact that my teacher, who was a very tough teacher and very strict, uh, you know, just read it, read something I wrote and read it to the whole class and said, you should be a writer. Honestly, that made a tremendous impression on me. And from that point on, every time I sat down to write something, be it in class, be it for a student newspaper, be it for whatever, I paid particular attention to it because there was a sense in my own mind that, you know, maybe this is what I'm meant to do. And, you know, you never know how the opportunity is going to present itself or if it will. If you're ever going to get a job in newspapers, they're not that easy to come by. Are you ever going to get you know, the blessing of getting that job in your hometown and never having to leave? 
I mean, an awful lot of things, an awful lot of things broke my way. I mean, I, I feel in many, in many ways, I, I was, um, I was kind of in the right place at the right time, and I got an awful lot of, I got an awful lot of breaks, and an awful lot of people were really good to me on the way up. They gave me an opportunity to have this career and do it for as long as I've done it. Um, but the, but the one thing that that I felt like as I was writing the book and kind of bringing it to its conclusion is how grateful I am to have done this for as long as I have because it's it's. I have enjoyed it so much. You know, I couldn't have done it this long if I didn't really love it. And even after all these years, I still do. And after all these years, when you were that kid in southwest Philadelphia listening to the stories that you just mentioned, could you have envisioned a 50-year career of writing, radio, TV, and I don't mean to make you uncomfortable, Ray, but to the point where... The way you tell stories and your opinions hold a lot of weight in this town. Could you have envisioned a career like that? Oh no, no, not not in not in your not in your wildest imagination. No, uh, I mean it was it was kind of what I had hoped. You know, I mean when I was in grammar school, we used to get the the Philadelphia Inquirer delivered to our house in the morning, and the Philadelphia Bulletin delivered to our house in the evening, and uh, even when I was you know, fifth, sixth, seventh grade, I would, I would run out and get the newspaper and bring it in. Of course, I'd pull out the sports section first and I'd open it up and, you know, I knew all the bylines. I knew all the writers. uh, And I just thought, man, what a great way to make a living. How much fun would this be, you know, to be able to just write about sports and, and better still write about the teams that you've grown up with and the teams that you know, their history. You know, I, I always, I, you know, you think about the great writers in this town, um, and we've had a lot of them over the years. I mean, Larry Merchant started out here. Sandy Grady was a great, great columnist. Stan Hockman, uh, all Bill Lyon. I mean, all of these guys, these these terrific writers that came through here. Um, but they were all from somewhere else. You know, I mean, Stan Hockman and Larry Merchant were from New York City. Bill Lyon was from Illinois. And, you know, Sandy Grady and Mark Wicker were from the Carolinas. And they all came from these different places. And they, and they came to Philadelphia, and they did great work in the city. And they kind of, they kind of got, became part of the culture. But, but they had to learn Philly. You know, they kind of had to learn the history. They kind of had to learn how the fans viewed things and what the fans really wanted. I didn't have to learn it. I had it in my bones. I had it from the time I was, by the time I was six years old, sitting in my grandfather's bar, listening, watching the guys pound their fists on the bar when the when the Phillies would blow a game in the ninth inning. I grew up with that. It was it was part of who I was, and I think that that's that was always I always felt one of the great advantages that I had in this town is that I was writing sports in a city where I kind of grew up with all of these teams. So you, I never had a wonder. I wonder what the fans think about this. Because I knew, I mean, instinctively, I knew because I had grown up with it and I knew how these people felt. I knew what they wanted uh, and I knew how they thought. And uh, every time I sat down to write a piece, I always felt like I, that kind of gave me an advantage over the other guys because, you know, I was Philly and I think I probably always will be. Ray Dininger's new book is called Finished Business, My 50 Years of Headlines, Heroes, and Heartaches. It comes out in May. The cover, you can't mistake it. It's got Ray's uh, beaming smile on the cover in Minneapolis, Minnesota at Super Bowl 52 after the Eagles won. Uh, Ray, how can people get your book when it comes out? And also, there's a, there's a, um, there's a 30% deal right now. Am, am I correct about that? Yes, yes, you can get uh, up until May the 1st um, if you order it through Temple University Press. 
um, you can get 30% off the cover price, which is a pretty good deal. Um, you can also order it through Amazon. Uh, a lot of people have ordered it through Amazon. Uh, it will be in bookstores, we're hoping, uh, next month, early in May. Uh, but right now you can pre-order it uh, either through Temple University Press or on Amazon. And it's it's done quite well. I mean, it, it was, as of yesterday, it was the number one uh it was the number one book on Amazon in, in the category of football biographies. So, um, so folks are aware of it and, um, I'm very gratified that folks seem to show an interest in it, but it's, uh, it was, it was, um, you know, there's a lot of things. People always use the term labor of labor of love, but that's what, uh, that's what this has been for me for the last 50 years. Uh, I have feel, I feel just so grateful that I've been able to do the things I've done and, uh, branch out and do stuff at NFL Films. That's part of the book, too, my 13 years at NFL right. Films. I've had a lot of great opportunities and worked with a lot of great people, and uh, and hopefully I've done them justice. And by the way, I probably should point out, you've referenced a couple times the cover shot, which really is great. It really is a great picture. Yeah. Uh, I have to give credit to the photographer. The photographer, the guy who took that picture, was none other than Michael Barkan. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we, were all in, we were all in the booth. We were getting ready to do the post-game show after Super Bowl 52, uh, and, uh, Michael had his cell phone out and, uh, and he said, Hey, Ray, look over here. And he turned, I turned and he was standing there with the camera and snapped the picture. And, uh, it was such a good picture. I, I, I thought, you know, I can't think, I can't think of anything better. I can't think of anything better than this picture because it truly does sort of send the message that, okay, now it is finished business. Super. Excellent. I can't wait to read it. Ray, thank you so much for taking time. Uh, good luck with the book and I uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks. I appreciate it, David. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. Hall of Famer Ray Dittinger of 94 WIP. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.